0: This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza! Touchdown, Kansas City!
0: According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown, Bullpups!
1: No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big
0: play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world.
1: First 69. Offense, who's giving them the
0: business. And even some things not happening in the sports world.
2: I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't gonna make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time.
0: Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell.
1: Let's do this thing, another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson. Maybe it is now two consecutive nights as the most well-rested man in the city, Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Did you sleep well last night?
2: It was okay. It was alright. I'm getting used to it.
1: With your mask?
2: Yeah. It's yeah. It's covers the air my, blowing right yeah, up your got, nose. Got the air blowing right up my nose, and uh, no, it it it's getting better. So we'll we'll see. I'm going to stick with it. Going we'll to give it a try.
1: We'll see. We'll see about that. I I imagine you're going to break it at some point and throw it off the wall in the middle I of the night will. and say I'm sick of this thing. I
2: probably will.
1: Steve, have you had a good morning?
2: You say that with your have, have, tongue, you, have you had well, a great morning? The morning has been a disaster. <laughs> The website, is a lot of people have made us very aware of, has been down all morning. It is back up. It just got up about 10 minutes ago. I just posted 13 stories. All I have left to post is uh, my column for today. But uh, everything that happened yesterday, it is now posted. All the area volleyball, we had a ton of that. Uh, we had some college soccer last night. Had some high school volleyball here, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, down in Bueller. Great night for and High, and of course we carried the soccer game last night. That's right. Uh, the Bullpups were a runaway freight train into that game. Ten minutes into the second half, uh, their first really uh, easy game of the year. They're now seven and one. So we got tons of stuff. People now are just going to have to make time in their day to read everything on midkansasonline.com because yeah, normally
1: it's a gradual process you yeah. check in at about eight o'clock okay that's there you check in about nine right. maybe at ten yeah. maybe at noon well, my
2: text was blowing up all day do you know your website's down huh you know like you know i didn't know the way yeah okay but anyway uh uh the website is back up so all is right in the world. And I still have like seven stories to write this afternoon for the, well, tomorrow's Steve's website. He's been leaving his
1: name off the byline on all of them. He posted one story twice. He's been in a scurry to try and get did everything up there. Did I have one up, up there. there twice? Yeah, you did.
2: Okay, well I will have to go pull one. But that's one. okay. Which story was it?
1: Porter medals for MMH or MMS Harriers here Tuesday. Okay. It's on there twice. So, hey,
2: congrats
1: to Kayla Porter. Yeah, She gets double the recognition. There there she goes. But, Steve, the big news of the day, besides your internet not working and being able to post all the stories to midkansasonline.com, is that the Kansas State High School Activities Association has announced its classifications not only for this upcoming year, the 2019-2020 school year, and where the teams will be competing in the postseason, but also the football classifications, for the next two years. Have you had much of a chance to dive into it yet? I've been Because up to, I have.
2: I've been up to my elbows in internet problems, So Well,
1: it sounds like you weren't doing anything since the website wasn't going. You well, just were still, sitting there waiting I, 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 I on it. I was writing
2: stories, though.
1: No, oh, there you go. So, here is how things worked out. You and I had a pretty good idea that McPherson would be a fringe team. They were in the... Gray zone between classes 5A and 4A, and we knew it was going to come down to them either being second to last in 5A, the last school in 5A, or maybe the top 4A school. And here's how it worked out McPherson this year has an enrollment of 710 students. In class 5A, they are the smallest school. At 710 students. The next smallest, Arc City, 765. The next smallest besides that, Baser-Linwood, 791. The biggest school in Class 5A is Leavenworth at 1,305. So the 5A classification stretches from 1,305 students to 710 students.
2: That's a pretty big, wide swath. It's a
1: really wide range exactly. of numbers there. Class 4A, Bueller is the largest school at 661, Bishop Miege, 656, Ottawa, 653, and then Winfield at 650 or 642.
2: What a discrepancy between McPherson, though, and Bueller. What is it, like 70, 80? 50. 50. 710 to
1: 661, so 49. Okay. okay. So that means that McPherson, for all of its sports this fall, with the exception of football, will be in Class 5A. And
2: for basketball and wrestling. Basketball, wrestling, We're we're not going anywhere. In other words, we're not going
1: anywhere. Nothing changes there. Right. That is in terms of the normal classifications. The only other additional change for the area teams on that side, just general classification, is Mount Ridge bumped back up to Class 2A in terms of their classification, how they will compete for state championships. The other announcement that came out today from Keisha is in regards to football classifications because those come out every two years for scheduling purposes. And that means that this current year is not affected by the decision that was made today. This current 2019 football team is Class 4A based off of 2017. The next two years, 2020, 2021, those were impacted by the classification releases for today. Where McPherson is still a 4A school, and by a pretty significant margin, and it looks
2: like they're, it looks like McPherson is going to stay 4A in football for, for quite some for time, for the foreseeable future.
1: And the reason some of you might be thinking, okay, what in the heck is going on here? How can they be 5A in everything else and 4A in football? That doesn't make any sense. It's a simple math game here, Steve. Where in the other classifications, in general classification, it's 36 per class. You following me here?
2: Uh, clear as mud. One through
1: thirty six, is in Class Six A. Thirty seven through seventy two, right, is in Class Five right. A, and then seventy three through whatever seventy three plus thirty six is one hundred something. Nine. That is in Class Four A. Right. So that is your general classification in football because of the way they want the numbers to work for the playoffs. They take thirty two. Right. Sixteen in the East. 16 in the exactly. West, where for general classifications, it is 18 in the East, 18 in the West. Are you following? Right. am trying to make it as simple as possible. Any changes
2: in football for the area schools?
1: No, there were no changes. Okay. For They were all staying the exact same thing. Okay. But for McPherson, no change. They are in 4A, and they're not just barely in 4A. They're securely down there. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 teams in front of them, which kind of signals to you why they were the smallest school in Class 5A. Lansing is now the biggest 4A school, and the Lansing Lions have had some pretty good football teams. Right. Great Bend drops to Class 5A. They were very good last to year. To 5A? Or, excuse me, to 4A. And that's a stunner. Great Bend drops to 4A. Great
2: Bend has been a much bigger school in McPherson for a long time.
1: 651 is the enrollment at Great Bend, and that is a different calculation. Those are the ones that are currently in the grades that will be going in the next couple of years. That's why football is different. It's very confusing. Okay. St. James Academy drops to Class 4A, okay. and that is a team that McPherson has played several times in the summer but has been a 5A school for quite some time. They were 4A around the inception of the 4A Division One, 4A Division II. That 2. helps in
2: volleyball because... Well, well Saint- that's just for
1: football. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. These are all just for football. Okay. Bonner Springs is still 4A. Arc City is still 4A. over Central 4A. Baser-Linwood 4A. And then McPherson... Bishop Miege, obviously, still in 4A as well. The big change in Class 4A is a school that will be bumped up to 5A. That is the Goddard Lions. They have made the jump for the next two years, but still this year will be 4A. That's right. So, that means that the east half of 4A football got a little bit worse. Mm -hmm. Or, excuse me, the west half of 4A football got a little bit worse with Goddard jumping up to Class 5A. But for the most part, not a ton changed with this cycle. McPherson football will remain 4A for the next two years, and then their general classification is looked at again every single year. But we've already seen what this team can do in the 5A level. For basketball, I think the last couple of years, 5A has been very, very tough on the boys' side. On the girls' side, it's been very, very tough, too. And it's kind of a pick-your-poison for girls' basketball. Would you rather be in 4A and play Bishop Miege, or would you rather be in Class 5A and play St. Thomas Aquinas? Exactly. And so it's sort of a toss-up there. On the boys' side, same argument, except for, remember last year, Bishop Miege lost before the state tournament. Right. So I'll be interested to see how everything plays out with 5A for McPherson. On the soccer side, we know that for both boys and girls, soccer in 5A is very, oh, very tough. Much tougher. Volleyball. In five a is very very tough. Right. Some of the best teams, probably the three best teams in the state in volleyball, are in class five a. Correct. Let's see tennis. Tennis becomes much more difficult at class five a than four three two one a or four a and then three two one a. Right. So then we give it into basketball. It's hard to tell, but you would imagine that
2: five a is a little bit tougher. Oh, I don't think there's any question. It's deeper. It's deeper. Yeah, you might have some pretty... But some of the teams at the top are still very good. The teams at the tops are very good, but it doesn't have the depth that 5A does.
1: Wrestling at 5A, extremely tough. Oh, we saw that. There are some... Goddard is one of them. Goddard is extremely good. Yeah. As we move into the spring, I'm trying to think through all of the teams. Baseball, softball. Baseball, significantly tougher at the 5A level. Softball, tougher, but I I think there are some good teams in 4A that you would have to go through. Augusta has been good. Andale has been good. So... It's the same place that they were last year. Do you think we've made it simple enough here? Oh, I'm the, sure.
2: I'm sure we've confused everybody.
1: It, it is confusing. But
2: all you have to re- just remember this: we ha- we're not going anywhere. We're just where we've always been. So right. Just, no changes for McPherson. No changes. The only change in the
1: area was Mound Ridge, like I mentioned, going from one A to two A. And
2: Dridger Nation did real well at one A. Yeah. So now they're going to be a very small two A.
1: So if I can put up and wrap on all of this and and try and give everybody a reminder of where every team will be. So let's start off with the, just the enrollment numbers for the McPherson area teams. McPherson, 710, Heston is the next biggest that we cover at 279. Smoky Valley, 263. Inman, 126. Canton-Galva, 112. Mound Ridge, 110. Little River, 105. And Elyria Christian is at 68. So McPherson is 5A. Heston and Smoky Valley remain at 3A. In 2A, we now have three area teams. Inman, Kenton-Galva, and and Mound Ridge. And in 1A, Little River is one of the biggest 1A schools at 105, and Elyria Christian, right in the middle of the pack, at 1A. And here in a couple of years, Steve, one of the things that was passed the other day was that they're going to divide up Class 1A. Correct. Which won't happen this year, but I think will go into effect next year. That's
2: all we need is more classes.
1: Yeah, more classes, (laughs) more confusion, trying to get everything worked out. But for now... Bullpup football remains where they were. Nothing changes for this year. Or next year. The they year will remain football. in Class 4A the next couple of years. There weren't very many changes on the football side for Class 4A. There weren't a ton of changes overall. Last year, there were a ton of changes. The teams that left Class 4A in football for next year, Spring Hill moving up, Pittsburgh moving up, Goddard moving up, Baldwin moving down to Class 3A, but other than that, for just the general classification, there was only one change in Class 5A, okay. and that was Leavenworth, who was at 6A, dropping to 5A, and Wichita Heights moving up to 6A. So on the basketball side, certainly helps sure. getting Wichita Heights out of there because they have been yeah. a very good program. Joe Our, on, and... on the girls' and boys' side, mm-hmm. they've been very good recently. But other than that, any other thoughts you have on the classification changes
2: from oh, today? I, I'm not surprised. and You know, we had talked about... The rumor had been out there at McPherson might be 4A, but when I heard who the schools were we were up against, I said ah, we're going to stay 5A and we're going to be we're going to be a very small fish in a very big pond.
1: It's very interesting, Steve, when I look at the numbers in terms of 5A and 4A that probably the biggest gap in the entire state in terms of classifications. One of the biggest gaps happens right where McPherson is, and by looking at just the number of students between Arc City and Bueller, which is where McPherson is. Right. Arc City, who is the second smallest in class five A, is at seven sixty five. Bueller, who is the biggest in class four A, is at six sixty one. So McPherson unfortunately lands in this gap of one hundred and four students. Right. I don't know if there is another gap anywhere on this page where the difference is one hundred and four. Oh,
2: there's no question. There. That's the biggest gap.
1: So they land right in the sweet spot, you might say. Do you have a guess? Well, the, the other biggest gap would be from the number one school in the state to the number two school in the state. Do you have a guess on who those two are?
2: Derby's probably one.
1: Derby is not number one. Derby is number four.
2: Okay. Uh, one of the Blue Valleys then.
1: You're thinking the wrong area of the state with Blue Valley. Okay. Let's think a different metropolitan area.
2: Uh, Wichita, one of the
1: Wichita schools. Wichita East is number one, 2,431 students. That's a ton of students. Wichita North, number two, 2,190. Wichita Southeast, number three, 2,164. Derby at 2,105. Dodge City at 2010. Olathe South at 2005. So those are the only 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, really, 6 I'm schools about 2,000.
2: Dodge City. I didn't realize Dodge City was that big. Their
1: enrollment is really large you right gotta now. Th-
2: you'd think at some point you might see... Dodge City South or Dodge City North or something like that.
1: There was one change that I saw, Steve. Let me see if I can pull it up quick enough. Hutchinson dropped from 6A to 5A okay. in football. That was one of the big changes there. But other than that, there just weren't a ton of changes. Yeah. Everything is pretty similar. There wasn't a ton of movement. Like I said last year, the movement, there was a ton of it across the state. So the really the only changes in Class 5A for where McPherson is Wichita Heights up to 6A, Leavenworth down to 5A. So Pretty good other trade than out, that. actually. For- good trade-out for 5A. Right. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. We have dove into all of the classification changes, and hopefully that makes sense. I'm sure Steve will have a story up on that later on today at midkansasonline.com if it's working, but it is working now. We will take our first break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM, KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com.
1: We're back on this afternoon's according to Jim 96.7 FM, KBBE. Steve, a busy night last night. Is midkansasonline.com still working? It's an important question.
2: It still is working, yes.
1: Well, good. Busy night last night. We had the video stream up and running, which was good. Worked out great. Yeah. Was looking at it last or earlier this morning. Looks great. We'll have to get everybody signed up and ready for okay. whenever we have our first home football game. We'll have some more details on that as well. But, Steve, as we take a look ahead to what's coming up this weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs have a great chance to get to 4-0. I wanted to have a chance to talk about them a little bit today since we'll dive into the Bullpups tomorrow, probably talk a little college football tomorrow. I still am un- under the belief, and you're not quite there, but I'm still under the belief that the Chiefs were much, much better than the Ravens on Sunday. And they have a chance to get to 4-0. And, of course, the um, the other team in the AFC that worries me as a Chiefs fan is the New England Patriots. But the Detroit Lions coming up on Sunday afternoon from Ford Field, it is a team that is technically undefeated, but has found ways to skate by for wins. They have a tie. They have a tie in there. They are technically undefeated. 2 and one do you have any worries about this team going on the road to face the Lions?
2: I'm not that concerned about the Lions. I, I just feel like the Lions are just living on borrowed time. Because when I did my preseason picks, I had them last in their division.
1: NFC North.
2: And I said their coach would be the first coach to get fired this year. And I'm not got, a big Matt Patricia guy. Yeah, I'm just I – I don't know. Now they've beaten the – they tied with the Cardinals, if I recall. In the season opener, I can't remember who they beat in week two. They beat the Eagles though last week, and that had to make, at Philadelphia. That made me. They sick. beat the
1: Chargers. Remember? Yeah. So they down to the wire. They've
2: beaten two teams that I have in the playoffs. So I guess it's time to take the Lions seriously. I don't know how they're doing it. When you look at their roster, there's not. It's not a great talented roster. They can't run the football. They rely on Matthew Stafford, you know, to throw it. They're just finding ways to win.
1: Do you really think that the Baltimore Ravens are the third best team in the AFC? Because I'm not convinced of I that. Am.
2: I I just think I just think if they would have been smart, they would have been right. They would have been right. I think you got to run the football against the Chiefs. There's no reason to throw the football more than about 10 or 15 times.
1: Well, more than beyond just the game against the Chiefs. Do you really think that they're the third best team? Because I'm not convinced of that.
2: Them are the Chargers.
1: What about Houston? or Indianapolis. No, no, I think I would take Houston or Indianapolis before I take Baltimore. No, no way. I think I would even give Phyllis Rivers a chance. I, I'm just not sold on the Ravens at all.
2: I like how physical they are. I just think they're very physical. I like their punishing ground game. And, again, if uh, John Harbaugh had a clue, he would have he kept the ball on the ground. They would have run for 350 yards if they'd kept running the football. They, the Chiefs could never stop them. I
1: thought they did fine. I thought their defense actually looked pretty good, Steve. Gave it 470 it was, yards. Yeah, but that, a lot of that was at the end of the game. And like I said, there were two Lamar Jackson passes that were absolute prayers, where he just turned and threw the ball up, and Chiefs defenders just didn't make plays. Well, that
2: tells you about the Chiefs' defense. And
1: if they and if they just make those two plays, the game's not close. They don't give up the extra hundred yards that went with it. I just don't think that game was really that close.
2: Well, I don't fear Detroit near as much as I fear Baltimore, even though it's on the road. I just don't think Detroit can score enough because the Chiefs on a bad day, a very bad day, will score 28, and I don't know if Detroit can score 28 points. I hadn't really thought about it until
1: right now, Steve, but as I look at the month of October for this Kansas City Chiefs team, they are going to be put to the test. Do you know what the schedule is like for October? I
2: don't, but I know they've they've still got to play Minnesota, they got to play Green Bay. they got to play New England. Uh, there's, uh, is Houston in there somewhere? I think Houston's in there somewhere. Here's the month of October. The first
1: game in October, they just play four games. They have a bye mixed in there somewhere, as well as a game on a Thursday night. So they play October 6th at home against the Colts, who I don't think are a walkover. No. They play at home against the Houston Texans on the 13th. I think that is going to be an extremely tough game. They then play a Thursday night game at Denver, who can't do anything on offense, but they're still going to Mile High on a Thursday, and they might be excited. Denver will be jacked up. There might be a a cloud of smoke over the stadium. Denver is
2: playing everybody close. They just just have
1: zero offense and a horrible quarterback. Joe Flacco's bad. Then they will wrap up October on the 27th against the Green Bay Packers at home. So three of those games are at home, but... If they don't play their best, and if the defense is not good against a couple of offenses that I think are fine, but then I, they could find a way to lose.
2: I saw a stat today that Aaron Rodgers is only averaging 200 yards passing a game and only has four touchdowns in three games. He just They don't have the same offense that they've had. They can't run the football. And but
1: remember the defense they'll be going up against. That's right. I think that defense has been okay the first few games. They bend and they don't break. They don't give up a lot of points. What have we said? Keep them under 30. Yeah, and you'll win the game. And you got to take threes instead of sixes. Right. If you just give up field goals, this team's going to win. Yeah. I saw a stat today that the Chiefs, with Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, have never scored less than 26 points in a game. Wow. So That's stunning. Your defense can pretty much give up four touchdowns and and be in the game. That's right. So you have to feel pretty confident about that. And just
2: remember, at some point, Tyreek Hill's going to be back. I got to think he's going to be back in a couple weeks.
1: How much money do you think Demarcus Robinson is going to make in some other town because of Patrick Mahomes?
2: Yeah, because see, when Tyreek. He's going
1: to put up an 800 yard year when Tyrese, and then get signed somewhere else.
2: Tyreek comes back. Demarcus Robinson's time is limited because, me, Some team like the
1: Jets will say. Yeah, we'll pay you $60 million. Yeah. And are we convinced that Demarcus
2: Robinson's really all that good? Demarcus Robinson's not that good, but Patrick Mahomes makes a lot of people look good.
1: All right, Steve. Chiefs Sunday, where can you listen to them?
2: 96.7 KBBE.
1: And where else? I don't know. Remember, they'll be on the a.m. side Sunday at noon. Right. At 11 a.m., so 1540 a.m. KNGL. Pre-game. There you go. Okay. All right, Steve, we'll take our final break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE.
0: You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless,
1: for anybody that has been nervous all morning and sitting around and thinking, where's Salon Sports? Where's MidKansasOnline.com? Will you give them a reminder that it's back and working?
2: Well, it's, it's, it's practically working. It is up. Technically. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I have one story posted twice, and I've hit the delete button, and it says it's deleted, and then it shows back up. So one of those little computer glitches that may just have to live with, may just have to have that story up two times.
1: Well, it's a big day for Kayla Porter. Yeah, because she gets to be on there twice. <laughs> yeah. Steve, tonight, busy night busy. here at the station. Number one, we have our McPherson College coaches show. Right, which will begin at six o'clock. Right, an hour with Bulldog coaches. We have a couple of soccer players yeah, we as well. We got a well. full show. It is a full show. It goes right up till seven o'clock, and then things change a little bit in format as we go from our coaches show right over to our city commission candidate forum which starts at 7 o'clock at the American Legion building. I'll be there. I'll be turning on the mics and telling Mitchell back here at the station. Mitchell. All right. We're on, Mitchell. Rockstar. So we have a busy, busy night tonight. Yeah. Who knows, depending on what time everything ends with the forum, we might be able to play the Royals a little bit later. Nice win last night. Good win. Danny Duffy, big win.
2: Yeah, I think that was his last start of the year. So he ends up running out of time. Seven and six, so Duffy with a winning season.
1: Did you get to watch much of Ned Yost's final exit press conference I did not. Yesterday? I haven't seen any of it.
2: Well,
1: it sounds like you weren't real tuned in then, Steve.
2: I've been a busy you man. He had lots
1: of great things to say. I've been a busy I've been, man. I've been seeing lots of fun stories about Ned Yost and his time as well, I'm manager. Gonna have a,
2: I'm going to have a column up later this afternoon. I wrote it. I just haven't uh, had a chance to post it yet.
1: So that'll be up at midkansasonline.com. Correct. You've got a ton of things up there, Steve. You yep. have volleyball. You have soccer. There's
2: 13 stories, I believe, up right now. So how many more do
1: you still have?
2: Uh for today, just one, and but I'm working on six for tomorrow already.
1: And then you'll have a another story about classifications.
2: Right. Oh yeah, I still gotta do that story.
1: And then you've got all your football pre I better I better
2: hire somebody and get some help.
1: Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah. I've got a million things to do oh, before I tomorrow. I know. But we're getting there, Steve. Yeah. And then tomorrow, you know what tomorrow is? Thursday. That's right. And on the show.
2: Football Thursday.
1: Bullpup Football Preview Thursday. That's right. As we'll dive into McPherson's matchup with the Abilene Cowboys.
2: Coach Pav like Coach Pav comes in every Thursday about 7.45.
1: Also it's... big news, Steve, I don't have to come in tomorrow morning at
2: 5.30. Why is that?
1: Why would you? Because Mark in the morning will be here. Oh, okay. Was he wasn't he... going to be oh, here. Oh, I did not know that. So I was going to have to come in.
2: I'm just not in the loop today.
1: I, I can tell.
2: Well, I'm frazzled.
1: Maybe it's all that sleep you've been getting. Oh, yeah. You're just walking I around I got air blowing
2: out my ears, I guess. That's
1: right. <laughs> all right, Steve. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell and Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Tap, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson,